Hey, what's good? We are live. You know how this shit works. Come on, let's get this going. Let's move it on. Come on. Interesting choices all around. It's Chris. It's not 2020 yet. Damn it. Uh, also joined in studio by Trumpy Bear. He's our uh, our third. Son of Nick a Freed bitch. was not available. Son of a bitch. So we go with Trumpy Bear. Hey, uh, Trumpy Bear. <clears throat> morning. You excited to see him, Trav? Uh, speechless. The first time he's ever had nothing to say. Hmm. Wonder what his Twitter would say. Just shit it in the woods. Most beautiful shit ever. Shit it. That anthill is going to be ashamed of itself. And believe it or not, coyotes. Mm. Be sure to check that out. Uh, Big Tech tech Electronics for helping us keep our studio up and running. Uh, The man who runs the equipment that Tech Electronics helps us out with is Chris Gardner. Hello, Chris. Mm. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? (laughs) Why are you naked again? It's my shirt. Oh, yeah, you got the bodysuit on. It's my shirt. My walnuts, love this shirt. Put it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Been a minute. Man, that's just such a time-honored bit. Yeah, people love it everywhere I go. You ready ready for a uh, new bit that's going to start up in the next couple days? When you see people and they go, uh, "Hey, I'll see you next decade." Oh no! Nice. You ready for that one? I like that one. Is that that's worse than the just see this the oft-committed see you next year. Yeah, you only okay. get to do this one every 10 years. Yeah. Good call on that. I hadn't thought about that being a thing. Mm. Thankfully, I haven't seen anyone that has dare said that. Maybe but they will. Sounds like a parent's joke. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, it does. If you got lame parents. It's true. Good point, Chris. Mm. Is Lair Dog going to make that joke? He won't. Lair Dog. <laughs> I don't think. No. I don't think. If, no. if somebody said it to him, he might be like, get on my yeah. face. I hope he hears this and says that to you now. And that's okay. Yeah. Because then it's he's in on the joke. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. It is. What's uh, what's everybody's New Year's Eve plans? Do you guys have ro- anything rock and roll? You're going to be, you have a new silver gown you're going to wear out? <laughs> no. It is. Uh, it's a glo- a glorified Friday night. It's an overpriced Friday night. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I've done it. I think if, if you want to do it, if you're at a, especially at a younger age, go for it, obviously. Uh, but I think you'll soon experience that it is a just a waste of time and money. Like, I don't drink anymore. And you're, yeah, you're a sober <laughs> son of a bitch these days. Yeah, if you're doing the house party thing, that's what some of my friends are discussing. That's, just the house, that's the best bet. But being out at a club lounge... That's a 22 to 25 year old man's game. That's a that's a game for the for the real young ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you turn 26, hey man, find a neighborhood thing, find some homies just to spend some time with. Especially here in St. Louis, I'm not a fraidy cat, but on New Year's Eve in St. Louis, I kind of want to sit my ass down. <laughs> I'm not a fraidy. I'm not a fraidy cat. I'm not. I'm not Gardner. I'm not a Fuck you, cat. Trumpy Bear. I'm not. I'm not a Freddy cat. I'm not a Freddy cat. <laughs> people who are who Kids aren't on the playground. People who aren't Freddy cats. They as yeah. say Freddy cats. Yeah. Well. Fuck you, Gardner. <laughs> Fuck you, Trumpy Bear. He's a Freddy. Cat. So oh. I'm gonna probably uh, hang out with the crews wherever that may be. Keep a low profile. Enjoy each other's company. Which has been the move. I enjoy that about my my maturing in age. You get to enjoy the company of people you actually care to be around. Because 
And you get to a certain point, you're just like, man, I don't give, I don't give a fuck about these people. I won't Damn. be there. Like, you go to the club. I won't be there. You go to a bar, go to a club. Well, you guys were invited. <clears throat> oh, just now? Hey, you guys, you guys are invited to the house party for oh, New Year's uh, Eve. Uh, am I? Uh, I'll see. No, because I'm going to show up now. Ah, shit. New Year's Eve's it's tough because it's so nice and so fun if you do it right. But man, you're if you go out into public, it is amateur hour, yeah, and it's, it's and you and you'll trick yourself. Oh yeah. no, yeah. not at this place. Yeah. No, you yeah. still have people that it's barely a bunch drink. Of, or, bunch of Conor McGregor's drinking. Yeah, there it is, Gardner. Let them know. Drinkers. There it is. Fuck you! Turned on my shot for what? What's my Conor McGregor? How's it doing? What the what the fuck? What the fuck you turned on my shot for? What are you doing that with your shoulder? I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I put more I'm shoulder, in, I put shoulder into the accent, it'd be good. Yeah, that was something. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's really all you're really gonna do. Is uh, that's, that's, fook, about, right? that's all I have. Yeah. Okay. Nice try. That's uh, I thought it was a good attempt. So New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, that'll 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 run you off. You run into the amateur drink. A lot of vomiting. Get a lot of champagne, which is like vomit accelerator. It's, it's yeah, I, it really is amateur hour. I think that's the part. I think the gardener's part, like especially being sober, like when you have alcohol by your side that you can partake in. When you're surrounded by other drunk people, it makes it more tolerable. But I can't imagine someone being six years, going on seven years sober, wanting to be involved in the the worst drinking day of the year. I think it's the worst because it's not even good drinking being done. It's very cheap, shitty champagne and what fireball. That's it. it that, those are the only two things that are celebrated tomorrow. Uh, and it should be a, a day of reflection. A, it could be a good night out for dinner. Dinner. I was going to say, Gardner's got some kind of tasty treat that oh, he's looking yeah, forward yeah. to. Yeah, Where on the hell are you going? Nowhere. I mean, I've done well, okay, okay. What are you cooking then? A porterhouse? Well, it depends on what I cook tonight and what I have left over. Oh, you're going to do leftovers for New Year's Eve? Maybe. Maybe I'll go get myself a piece of pie or cheesecake. <laughs> what a simple man. What a simple man. That's all I really need. Living just a simple life, which is what all do you a need? fucking cover. For what? I don't know. No, you ain't got a trick. I'm sorry, me. I'm not a wanting person. Okay. There's certain things I want. But, you know, um,. I did have some good food over the weekend, though. It's going to be tough to top. I went over to Beast in the Grove again for the second time. You're trying to make yourself steak. a regular. I'm Mr. Mr. Barbecue these days. Yeah. Because I had Gastro Pit earlier in the week. I had brisket I, over there. I see you. I see you. I actually tried to go to a restaurant called Sultan, but it was like a 25-minute wait, and I needed to be somewhere. No. I needed to be down at the improv shop on Saturday night. Why were you there? I went to the improv shop. Just to check out a show? Yeah. For stand-up or improv? Improv. How was it? It was good. It was Look different. Look at you. What, what inspired you? Do I need you? to you chip just... away at this? Yeah, I think we need to. We definitely need to. Why? Because Gardner going out in public, especially to social events, isn't part of your background. I saw people that have been on the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So uh, Max Price was there performing against. Kenny he was doing stand. They were doing stand up. Yeah, I saw the them in the show. bar area. Tina Duball was. Uh, Look at you. Attending bar. Uh, Ron Finger, chatted with him for a little bit. You're just making yourself be seen in the improv and stand up community. What is going oh, on? I told someone I'd go see them perform. All right. Yeah. 
when Thomas okay. Wasserman, ah. who looked like John Waters. Look at he did look look good, man. Look good. I like that look. You should hang on to that look. Yeah, it was uh they had a he show. backed it up with some confidence. Uh, he got some working. <laughs> a show called Very Important Theater. So they just kind of randomly, they don't have a script, but make a play up as they go along. That's great. And Tommy was involved. Tommy was, like, they had a little baby that didn't have hands. And at one point they were trying to get the baby hands. But Tommy was kind of a jerk to the baby and was like ashing on the baby's head constantly. That's rude. Yeah. Did you take it out on him like he did it in real life? Like, were you going to never be able to look at him the no, same? No, I told him I needed, if I would have known you were going to smoke during this show or pretend you were, I would have taught you the mechanics of smoking a little better for Proper, you. yeah. Yeah. So you got a chance to see Tommy perform improv on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And then the following afternoon, the next day, you got to be one of the last few to ride what is left of the loop trolley. <sighs> Ope trolley, loop trolley, loop trolley, Ope trolley, loop trolley, um, aka a streetcar named Undesired. And I think with this design we're showing right now, we might put a shirt out. That'd be nice. Uh, on blue or gray uh, this afternoon. I was talking with John Beebe yesterday <laughs> at buyjack.com. Of course you were. Uh, so we might have something out a little later today. That's the hope. Um, with a streetcar named Desire. I already have some people wanting shirts that I was talking to yesterday. Uh, that's fair. But yeah, I'm a survivor. What uh, happened? So this is the final ride. So, okay. The final ride. As we know it, right? Yeah, it, looks like, it looks like the yeah. good folks at Bi State uh, have submitted a plan uh, to ultimately overtake the trolley. Uh, they'll get some information back from some federal officials here soon. But they've already submitted the paperwork. So they're still in good standing with the $1.1 million uh, in federal grant funds uh, that are available for this particular project, a.k.a. Loop for Petrala. For $1.1 like for next year or for what? I think of what's left of the federal grant that they need to uh, utilize in order for the money goes used. away. Uh, I, that's a, that's another good question. It was more than $1.1 <laughs> Look, look, if it's one thing we know about uh, St. Louis accounting, it's, it definitely needs... So, it's audit from time we'll to see. time. So, yeah, we will see. But no, you got yeah. a chance to ride it yesterday? Yeah, I went over there. Purposely. Um, you did, You went on purpose, right? Yes, and I tried to time it to get the final ride. <clears throat> I wanted the final mount. Okay. Mm. And, um, you know, it's like riding Secretariat for Jesus the last time. Christ. I don't think that's it at it's all. It's not really the same. I don't no. think that's the same at all. So I was checking Twitter and the socials while I was sitting at my local watering hole getting a little annoyed because I saw how many people were on it. And I'm like, damn it, I wanted to do like this. I wanted to be lonely on it. <laughs> Of course, of course my perfect world, I wanted it, I really wanted it to be end. by myself. That's, that's the finality you were looking for. Yes. Okay. Um, but the finality of it, as it stands now, was very poetic. Okay. It was very poetic. Because nope. let's not forget that it started, it lasted, I did the, did the math yesterday, because I typed it into the Google box, mm. uh, 408 days. 408 days from when it opened to when it closed for now yesterday but remember the day it began there was a quote-unquote bureaucratic snafu that wouldn't allow it to go into the heart of the loop mm. and then of course that day ended with crime scene tape on forest park <sighs> parkway to where it could not get across the parkway now to be clear the blue 002 trolley 
did have the correct tracking uh, for mm. it to ride on the tracks. Not to be mistaken with the 003, yes. which was purchased and then realized which would I not work on the tracks. I haven't seen. Uh, I'm not even <laughs> sure it exists. Well, it's just, it maybe, just, it maybe was we just, should it check just, into it that. It was just paid for. We should look into that. Um, but that, yeah, no, that's how it all began. And then yesterday I went over there and I was a little hesitant at first because I'm like, oh, look at all these people. I'm like, uh, there's already people on the trolley. And then I kind of just wandered and like was just looking right near, I was right by the History Museum. That's where I, I took the Metrolink to the Forest Park stop and walked over there. And then uh, I saw a cameraman I know from uh, Channel 5, so I chatted with him for a little bit. And uh, he said, yeah, my reporter's about to show up, do a live shot. So Sarah Maki of Channel 5 uh, showed up to do her live shot. Last second, I decided I was talking to the engineer, uh, Dewan. And I said, hey. As you do. Are you gonna, is this coming back? He's like, yeah, it's coming back. I'm like, is there going to be another ride in it, though? He's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. He's like, we can, we can squeeze you on now if you want. I go, all right, hold on, let me go buy a ticket. He's like, just get on. So I got on back. And um, it was good. I had, uh, you know, I was talking to another engineer while chatting with a few other people, workers that were in back with me mm-hmm. that were normally drive. They normally drive the trolley. Right. But they're like, well, you know, we kind of been celebrating all day. We wanted to ride the trolley. Yeah. So I was chatting with them while I was in back. And we... Took it into the loop um, from the History Museum mm-hmm. and then paused for a moment. I guess maybe the the stop in the loop is the library or something right there. Right. And then we we started coming back. Okay. Um, it was nice free ride so far. Yeah. Everything's going just fine. Yeah. Wending your hair. And then poetry. Good conversation. Poetry hit. Okay. Poetry hit because we made a stop and we were getting ready to leave, but then some people were trying to buy tickets and they didn't know how to function the machine and so doors closed doors open back up let them on and then the trolley wouldn't go no no and we were stuck for 45 minutes oh no right across from the peacock diner oh no oh no now i don't know exactly what the problem ended up being it could have been the doors but there was also um, a carburetor issue well, if you look right behind this shut window, up. just shut up. Just shut your <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your shut up. Sh- should I have done that? Shut up. That sounds like a starter. Yeah, you should. <laughs> what did you click? You click the front of it. Yeah, that's that's a timing belt. If oh, I've ever what an ass. What an ass. But there was like sand underneath, like the front right wheel too, and so it was spitting or something oh, like no. that. So I didn't know if we were gonna. I kept you know. Oh, talking no. to the people I was talking to, it was like, hey, uh, you don't have to let everyone know. But I'm like, you know, I don't need to go back to the History Museum. I just hop on the Metrolink. But I want to see it out if I can. I'm like, is it worth my time to wait? And they're like, I think we're going to get going again. And so I had a couple cigarettes outside. Damn, a couple shit. Actually, a guy came walking up. I got to check his Instagram a little later. He uh, came up with a a uh, big bottle of Corona took mm. a picture of himself next to the broken down trolley, pouring one out for the trolley. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, this guy's chatting with him for a little while. Uh, so it was it was an interesting ride. And actually, we saw um, on the way back, once it, it got going again, we all got back to the History Museum. They changed drivers at one point, and then 
Dewan got off. Ed came on. Oh, Ed. apparently Ed is the closer. Ed is like Ed's the closer. All right. And so Ed is Bring in Jason Israelhausen yeah, of the Loop Patrolli. Loop Patrolli. And uh, but as we're making that switch over, who comes walking out of an office building? Mm-mm. But no. Joe Edwards. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I hear people no. on the trolley are like, oh. he better come over here and push us if we have to. And then, oh my god! Like some of the workers are taking pictures with him and that, and then. I'm right they behind. Took, he came and took pictures. He came over by the trolley. He's not wearing this as a cone of shame. No, so I. But people were trying to get him to come on. But maybe he saw like it had broken down earlier. I was like, I don't know if I need to deal with this. All right. That's, that's a bad look, look. I don't look. It's this is tough. This whole project. Obviously, we've, everyone's made fun of it. It has issues and everything. To get to this point, to make a mistake like this. Joe Edwards had to do a lot of successful things to even sure, get to this. To have the opportunity. Yes. So I'm not as hard on him as others are. I understand the issues here. It's not great. But we make mistakes, right? Yeah. Um, I do have a little footage, maybe a little teaser for you. I had my phone died. I had charged my phone completely before this trip because I'm like, I want to record the entire last trip back. And I lucked out because they switch driver seats, the engineers do, from, you know, back and front mm-hmm. with, with a Metrolink car or anything like that. Um, I was right behind the driver the entire time on the way back. So this is exclusive footage. Now, here's a little from teaser. From the final ride. From the final ride. But you'll laugh at how things started out and the issues that kind of you see with the trolley to begin with. And then also a short clip of, when we realized we were having issues. Oh boy. So here you go. We will be heading to the Missouri History Museum for the final time. That's a little weird. Look at the car right in front of us that's in a turn lane. Right on the track. <laughs> oh no. That's how the ride back started. That car is freaking out. I got it back. The car gets in the way right away. Oh, sure no. <laughs> Finally get going. Speed there. Got the move The final ride. That's exclusive footage. Uh oh no. Oh no. And then. Oh no. Is that the same car? No. Oh. Oh no. Probably freaking out that they're doing yeah. such a shitty job like, parallel park. Oh, I drove here it. from Baldwin. Come on, keep going. There you go. You got it. You got a plenty of room, woman. Good God. How do you know it's a woman? Oh, that's racist. That's, that's not, not racist. racist. It's second. That is. Technical difficulties announcement. Oh, oh. Hmm. This she is served us well. 
Uh, so I'm going to go through some of that footage this week and by, see what's there. By Stacey, old Talby Roach plans to submit to his agency's board next month a plan to take over the trolley and run it in tandem with Metrolink and the Metro bus system. A key is the nearly $1.1 million left over in federal grants to buy state, which Roach said he has preliminary approval to use from federal transit officials. The board on December 11th voted to give Roach authority to negotiate a possible transfer. This is now your boy, local hero, a man you were just sympathetic towards, Joe Edwards. Once all the cars are there, as they were promised to us two and a half years ago, it will make a world of difference. Joe Edwards, the loop businessman who came up with the trolley idea in 97 and has been its main promoter. Yeah, we'll see. I still say reboot the John Larroquette oh, show. Okay. okay. No longer a bus station in St. Louis, but running the loop trolley, a reboot of the John Larroquette show. Can't miss, gentlemen. I don't know what they can do. I know with even Metro and Bystate getting involved, I just don't. You just, you just wonder... At what point do they look at it and go like, "This isn't even, this isn't even like a fun addition it's to not, the it's area." It's not practical. Like, it's not fun. I mean, I, I assume you're a, you're gonna have to play it out some because of the money that was spent and the time. I want it to succeed. I want it to work still. I know. I, I don't know how it does. It just does it. It won't work. Why not? It literally doesn't work. That's that's <laughs> that was the an example. That was the answer. <laughs> that's. Well. That's not there, first and foremost. Like, even if the thing... What if the third car works? Be a huge difference. That's uh, what I've been told. Uh-huh. And you'd have three cars going up. I, I do just wonder, like, what... I, Like you said, if you're looking at Joe Edwards, he meant well. He's done a million probably very positive things. How did this not get fleshed out a little bit? You know what? You're right. You're right. It, this was just, it was just bad. And we just got to turn the page. And we can't do the St. Louis thing. So yeah, what are we going to do with those tracks and that? Uh, that's, I, I, it's one of those things where... Pave over it, turn it into scooter path? Man, I... How's I, that sound? I, I think I'm down just, for that. I think we're just at the point Good where we're going to have to. What do you want us to do? You, people move forward. We, we said this was a bad idea six years ago. Uh, and they still move forward. We said it was a bad idea three years ago. We said it was a horrible idea to start when we saw that they didn't even have the proper tracks and the proper everything. We just, it was just yeah, man, this is our Vietnam. What? This is our Vietnam. Do you really think that? Yeah, that's our St. Louis Vietnam. I don't think you understand Vietnam yeah, at all. I'm probably not. Seems I'm a little not, bit of a... I'm not using that in the proper historical context, probably. Oh, I feel like this is a quagmire. I think this is a money boondoggle. pit. Is a boondoggle. Mm. You going with synonyms now? Yeah. So that's why I thought Vietnam may have fallen somewhere in there. No. This is our, uh, yeah, this is our moment. This is the, the moment that will define our generation here in St. Louis. Oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> this is the one? This is the oh, moment. this is it. This is the moment. Huh. While we're up here building fucking trolleys, they got marijuana on deck across the river Uh-huh. in Illinois. What do you mean? Oh, boys and girls, starting January 1st, 2020. The state of Illinois is going recreational. Oh, getting recreational on that ass? Uh-huh. We about to get wrecked. 
if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. That's right, boys and girls. You're going to get arrested, aren't you? Ah, uh, no comment. You're going to have the arrested hawk. Hey, guys, I can't make it in. Apparently, they didn't want me to bring in 400 pounds. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a, that was a limit. I just figured it was just like a Costco kind of thing. I was talking to Frank Cusimano's radio producer, Brian Hoffman. Brian Hoffman. Yesterday, because he was calling me about the loop trolley stuff, but he also pitched the idea of, he said I can't. He said he can't suggest it, so he asked me to do so. Um, that I need to get involved on Twitter or something and pitch to Channel Five that they need to do a Frank's food picks. That's hilarious. At the <laughs> dispensary in Illinois. <laughs> here's here's what I Frank am though. Like he, edible brownies. Here's what I think, and I think we can do it. And I think we can make a nice pitch or a proposal to a local TV station. They're going to need weed correspondence. You're going to need someone that, on the weed beat. Uh-huh. The Post may need it. The KSDK, KMOV. I think there's an opportunity for us to step in as the weed correspondents. We have media background. We, are, we, we, we read a book from time to time. This is where if you had it queued up, you would throw to a quote we'd say live travis sherell uh covering weed mageddon 2020 mm. and you have the uh the shot of the empty microphone chair <laughs> <laughs> and you just see a little smoke start coming in off camera <laughs> and it's, it's like oh oh net, live now <laughs> i'm here yeah, I'm hey here. i'm here hey, hey. Uh, man, I am. Uh, but maybe that's what we do. We pitch our services to these local media outlets because you know they're not going to be ready to truly discuss weed. But we, we were millennials, baby. We can jump right into it. This is our thing. We snappy when it comes to this shit. Black Sheep says this is the only recreation in Travis's life. Mm-hmm. Fair. Still a workout. Mm. Is it? Wow, I feel like I'm your lungs. Do you, do you think this is gonna so medical uh, licenses all just got uh, approved, published, whatever you want to say, published uh, after approval uh, in Missouri? Do you think the recreational doing what I assume will do quite well in Illinois will speed up Missouri's process? Yes, that's the way I see it. Because you're just gonna you're gonna look at your neighbor separated by a, a, a mass of water, mm-hmm. and you're gonna go, huh, what? What are we? What are well, we waiting would, on? I'm not now? even trying to be funny. I would imagine restaurants uh, will start making some of the biggest, like, "Hey, man, I need to kind of help a brother out." Because I would imagine some of the restaurants on the other side of the river, Pizza. parts in O'Fallon, Collinsville, Cheetos, are gonna be doing, are gonna go through the gonna roof. Be like people going like, "Damn, man! All of a sudden, our Sunday sales are through the fucking roof." Mm. Yeah, it's definitely gonna happen. We we've seen it all the time. That and that's the thing that's kind of frustrating. Box has been marketing. Towards oh God, for this years is still, now. Taco Bell. So it's like we was just waiting, baby. Come on home. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 one of those things where we often see a lot when it comes to Missouri politics. We're gonna wait and see what everybody else does first, and then once we see whether not it works even if it doesn't work i know there are parts of uh (laughs) the tax program the tax apparatus that was designed in kansas that missouri politicians wanted to design of their own here thank god the voters got a hold of it and said no we don't want to do that but it is an example of missouri just going to be behind everyone else playing catch up but you would think this would trigger the state to finally go yeah we we're going to compete in the midwest Mm-hmm. we're going to need to go this route. And it would be a smart play. Look, we've talked about it at nauseum on this show. We know how we feel about it. But to see it, I think you're right. I think well, once you see O'Fallon start to boom, 
once you start seeing the uh, local cities that are still within the metro area well, and they I start think, to boom. I think Collinsville has a dispensary. Yeah, they do. Uh, I mean, yes. So uh, they were one of the names that I saw on the list. Yeah. Huh? What? What list? I didn't read the list I already. I read about a week ago or a couple weeks ago. Now. Yeah. Um, Looks like it's going to be in good shape. Mm -hmm. Looks like they're ready, getting ready to go. Ready for opening day? I, I just, I don't know. I, <laughs> Are you going to celebrate this like I'll Cardinals yeah, opening day? <laughs> He's like, white people, you get to walk around in all green, stupid outfits on St. Patrick's Day. Today's my green day. I like the, the Clydesdale's going to be over there. <laughs> little little marijuana leaves on their giant hooves. Some sleepy-ass Clydesdales. Oh, man. Wow, they Clydesdale was high. How much, how much hay is that Clydesdale eating? <laughs> Eat the hay while he walking. But Big no. Mike says uh, only the WB Network would have a cannabis correspondent. Hmm. I think, I think the play would be go. They do need a weed beat guy. St. Louis Post is probably going to the weed beat guy, right? I think, I mean, I'm sure newspapers have that. Yeah. That are. Smart play. That have it legalized recreationally. This is going to be. It's probably. It's probably more of a business reporter type deal, though. Now, here's the thing I am paranoid about, and this is even before I started smoking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You paranoid? Oh no! It's our pet. Let's go to our paranoid <laughs> weed <Yeah>. reporter. <laughs> <laughs> but hang on, it makes me better. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have had the pilot program. I feel like for pulling people over now for the last six months, of course, because of the rising crime in the St. Louis metro area, St. Louis City made an agreement with the Missouri Highway Patrol to patrol some of the highways, mostly the black ones, but they've made an effort and, and, and a move, they say, will help alleviate some of the stress off the St. Louis City Police to do real investigations. However, I feel like it's been a perfect cover for them to basically get down the, the highways and the routes that they think a lot of Missourians will ultimately take in and out of Illinois once recreational begins here in a couple days. What's the best bridge? The Eads? <sighs> What's the best way to come back in? Man, I tell you what, if you're coming back in and you hopping on, uh, what's the, I think it's 55 to 70. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, if you're on 55 to 70 coming in, going, it'll be westbound. Or am I going to have to go all the way over to Jefferson Barracks area? To, is that? Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to get to Collinsville, you're going to have to come. You would mean... I guess it, yeah, you're probably well, I mean, need to come I'm, back into the downtown. What does that be? The Musial Bridge then? The Musial? The Musial? There's there's the Musial. Now okay. that's now that one, um, that'll take you into North City. Right. Which now, is I would imagine Watch out for the State Street. Yeah, I would imagine that the uh, Missouri know. Highway Patrol posted. But here's the thing, you're allowed as a Missourian to bring over X amount. You're fine with that. No, 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 no. You can purchase X amount. And you're subject to Missouri laws. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah, that do not. <laughs> but Missouri law, anything. but Missouri law, yeah. St. Louis specifically, there is a certain amount that you can have on you before you are cited. So it's just right. a matter so of purchasing. Missouri. Yeah, whatever you're under. Don't just think that you're going to be willy nilly. <laughs> if you black, just don't think you're going to be willy nilly. Oh. Everybody else going to be fine. Don't even you think they pulling over old Karen coming in from Clayton yeah. in her minivan? Fuck no. Yeah. Like she ain't touching shit. You kidding me? Like, let me see it. I'm making fun of Karen's. Face. I'm saying you know damn Such well Karen and her Dodge minivan ain't getting pulled over. 
He gonna see those car seats in the back and that white face in the driver's seat. He gonna keep it, keep it moving. Oh, he, he definitely gonna see my black ass in my black ass car. So it isn't a pot, well, so it's kind of on my. Also, you're, fault. you're probably swerving, and there's who doesn't swerve on a Missouri highway? Y'all was drunk at the time. Y'all didn't have a problem with it. DUI state capital, of the world. Hey, man. Sorry, my bad. Kind of got carried away there. Mm. No, the fact of the matter is, right, and I'm involved in that. Now the play would probably be just to take the metro line, right? Ooh, that's a good call. Can they do a stop and frisk? I don't know if they can do stop and frisk on the metro. I think thing. that I would not take that chance. I don't think I. I and I, also, I, the consequences from the other riders yeah. on, the, on the metro. All you do on the metro link is if they they're going to do a stop and frisk on you, you just wait for the next stop and right. just get off and run. We How have, about a proposal? We have, plan? Upta- we have an update from a correspondent. Okay, what do we got? Under thirty-five grams is a misdemeanor, and the prosecutor isn't taking misdemeanor <clears throat> marijuana cases. Okay, so there we go. We're good to go, boys and girls. Whoop whoop. Okay. All right. So here's what I propose. It's I very think clear. it's the eats. You're probably right. Because it gets you into downtown. It's going to be nicknamed yeah. the, weed, the Weeds the Bridge. Weeds bridge. Uh, the Weeds Bridge. Damn it. Sorry. Probably not McKinley. Copyrighted. Hurry up. Get it on the t shirt. It's already done. <laughs> here's what I propose it's very clear that um, blacks are deserving of reparations for obvious reasons. What? So, but I know we can't, we can't do anything overnight. In the interim, I, I suggest... you've already been paid back by not tipping. Great. Wow. Nah, I still got, still got a few billion left. Okay. But what I suggest is that for the first six months, that the whites go over and purchase for their black colleagues. Okay. I'll do that. For free. That's part of the process. So I give you, we give you guys an order. You take your white ass Volkswagen all over to Illinois. How much? How much uh, we do I, do? I get to do? Uh, can I? If I do this, uh-huh. I need to put my cheesy white flare on it. Of course. Like as I pull up, you're gonna know I'm there because I've got a Green Day album on. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Green Day. Mm-hmm. And you guys, gonna... if you realize that they named themselves after weed smoking. Oh boy. Say weed smoking like weed smoking. <laughs> I've read that in Missouri, you can have up to 18 plants with a card and caretakers living in the same home. That's with the medical stuff. That's my kind from of Royce. Yeah, Okay. What do they got, like 12 or so that they cleared to grow in Missouri, I think? If you look at that clearance list, it's like a bunch of hedge fund stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like holdings companies owned by lawyers. and That's all. It, that's so disgusting. Like, because there was one I was looking somebody, at. They're taking them to court today. Who? A small group of like people that are that you would consider activists or, or people that are really truly in it for eh, what I would say good reasons. Uh-huh. I'm not mad at people trying to make money off it, but if you're going to only allow X amount of people off this thing that you've said is criminal for so long, let's not. And then you're allowing let's not the just, people let's that not probably were it to, involved in facilitating <laughs> that type of thinking. Right. Then yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, because like I looked at one. I can't remember the name of it. I'm like, who's this? All right, let's look at the, the LLC on this one. Okay, mm-hmm. here's this guy's name. Okay. Oh, it's a law firm in Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when you think yeah. of, you know, the uh, practical everyday uses of, uh, of cannabis yeah. and, and the good nature. No, that's, of, how it's, that's how my lawyer was telling me. Like, his firm is like this venture capitalist, and they've been planning this for a while now. It's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing... 
what the fallout is. I, yeah, to Chris's like, point. It's, here's it, what Lyda Cruzen should do. Mm-hmm. Immediately just announce a decriminalization. She could do it right now. She could do it right now. do it right the fuck now. do it right now. And then make the state stop you again. Yeah, they did it yeah. with the with the minimum wage because they really don't care. You know, they they want a smaller government, but they don't want us to really control right. what we do. Right. Come on. And, that, so, and that's and, that, and that's where and I say and I think you've even mentioned this before, Gardner, when you say you need that kind of a leader, that kind of personality that would put themselves out there. Like at this point, Lida Cruzen feels like she's playing it, quote unquote, safe. And my question is, why? Considering where the city is financially, considering where we are politically, like there is no need for you just to try to play it even. Somebody's going to have to step up and have the balls to make a bold decision to be put proactive. this city. Be very proactive. And you, to you talked point, about yeah. it, us being reactive to things mm-hmm. all the time. We're very you're, reactive, and that's kind of that. You're that's, still going to be, in a way, reactive here, but in the state, yeah. it would be a proactive move. It would be a very proactive and at move. National level, obviously, it's not. We're still way behind. But, but I think that on, put, on a state level, for a municipality, a city like St. Louis, to say, you know what, screw it, we're not. We're we're looking right across the river at people that are going to be banking money, right? And they're going to be bringing it back in. Yeah, it, we're heading this way anyway. Right. Why are we? Why are we just accepting that right. we're gonna? Right. Keep if you're an living officer, this like if you're a police officer, like you don't want to waste your time. With no, that. and they can tell them, hey, they can tell them not to arrest people for that. And they that, can and, do that. And I think if you will even ask most police officers, most law enforcement officials, those kind of stops are are more dangerous than anything else. Uh, people are just very. It's 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 just it's it's more beneficial uh, for uh, someone like Lada Cruz to make that move to put pressure on the state and the governor. But it's that do nothing and wait and see mentality that it's killing this area. And you want someone that's proactive, someone that says, you know what, I'm not going to just sit by and just watch everybody else around us start to turn the cities around except us. And that's pretty, Well, it, it's the, frustrating. The problem being that the two big projects she's put her name on to try and facilitate have better together and, and then the airport poor privatization have collapsed yeah miserably embarrassingly so and so that's what i'm saying so it, but it's that again but you this know, is a, this is an easy one for this you. is very easy this is an easy win for you as mayor this is and this is a, in, in, a, in a political sense take take other things out to me in a political sense yes. this is an easy win for you and you get out in front of the issue in 2020 it's it's an issue that you know will likely be a part of the conversation for the re-election of governor. Like so, you why not go ahead and put the and, and it's just well, I, I don't understand for silver bullets. And I'm not saying this is a, I mean a short-term silver bullet with long-term potential. Right. Like if you're a Republican governor or any kind of governor, and you have this thing that you can do that will automatically take budgets 180. Maybe put <laughs> why not maybe keep putting. <laughs> But Maybe put kids back on Medicaid that you've been taking off. That, but but that's my thing. Here's my thing. Even with Lida Cruz and, and a lot of these officials that are in the state of Missouri, this is it for Lida Cruz. And Lida Cruz, you ain't writing a bestseller. You ain't going on to be governor. You're not running for state senate at any point. This is it for your political career. If it wasn't for the blacks dividing the vote, you're not mayor. Yeah. So let's not sit up here like you were ordained to be a leader here in St. Louis. The math worked in your favor. You played it politically perfectly. And, and so my thing is you don't have anything to lose. So why are you sitting up here sitting on your hands? You're not going anywhere else. This is it. This is your crowning moment in your life. 
Not to be disrespectful, but this is it for you. You're not going to. You're not throwing out the first pitch at the World Series. This is it. There's no Antonio French. There to is not a, to th- split votes with Tashara Jones this go around. Look, you. What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. Your family loses nothing. Your brand loses nothing. What you do after being a mayor of St. Louis that loses nothing if you decide to do something this bold. And that's the thing that's frustrating. It's just like, well, what else do you fucking have to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what else is do you do? Is she going to make me vote for a black Republican again? Man, she making a lot of people <laughs> just vote <laughs> or not vote at all. It's just frustrating. Like, what's the point of being a leader in a city that needs leadership for you just to sit, man, we'll see what happens. We'll see. It's, 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 it's very frustrating to watch from afar. It just seems so. like an easy call and an easy win. You, I agree. That's a dub. That's you're on Politico, Huff Post, MSNBC. You're a Democrat. You're gonna get a ton what? of love. And plus, you can cha- you can challenge the state. Yes. I mean, and it's an issue that now, now and it's an issue. I don't for, know. Maybe she would be reticent to do so just because they need certain state money for the cure violence program and stuff like that. But no governor is going to maybe. take money away from programs. That are funding violence in right. urban areas right now. And, that, a, a, and a pilot program then, that has know, shown to work in other dangerous cities as well. Yeah. It's a program that we've seen in other major cities that have seen some some serious progress. It's it's one of those things that you're gonna get jerked around by Jeff City anyway. So what's the point? Why not anyway? Yeah. They jerked you around on minimum wage. Have some they fun jerked with you it. around and why the hell not? They're yeah. gonna do Jeff City's gonna do what they're gonna be, do anyway. Be an asshole. There you go. You have what do you have to lose at this point? Yeah, nothing. You have nothing else to lose. I mean, I, no, this is where you're like, oh, this is where you become dangerous. Yeah. I have to do whatever. You want to be a real maverick? Oh, tell me. Mm-hmm. That's what but, you do. But, but you're right. You play, but I think you play the song I'm Walking Away by Craig David as you throw up the middle finger. That's right. I think it's like, uh, and I, and it's very, it's, I can't believe you just did a, I brought that up specifically to mess with him. threw him I don't mind that, bro. That's what happened just there. His brain stopped. Black sheep setting up a medical shop next to all emos in the greater city. That was so <laughs> fucking genius. I was looking at where the uh, dispensaries for the medical marijuana, the ones that are cleared to grow, all right. are. Where are they located? Well, there's one in O'Fallon, not far from my parents' house. Okay. It's like near a uh, like a indoor baseball training facility. <laughs> See, I saw like a little shop in like... On like Watson and like Shrewsbury or something, or or what's the area? Uh, I guess it'd be Shrewsbury or um, I don't know what that down Watson down that area. Marlboro. Uh, it's kind of sure Oakland. And I was just like, oh man, of all the places, I don't know yeah. that like these people get pulled. People get pulled over for doing two over in this area. Uh, I don't know if you want to have them sniffing around at your shop all the time. I saw Cuba, Missouri. Looked like it had a couple on there. Might have been the same company with like a big facility or something, but it's because the river there. I don't know. That's <laughs> an interesting more one. of a of an attraction, huh? Last time I went to Cuba, stopped in at a breakfast place. Did you get any cigars? No. Oh, no? wrong. Cuba. No. But they uh, they definitely had Fox News playing the enti- throughout the entire restaurant. Sure. So I ate quicker. 
Made you eat faster. Yeah. Huh? Ate quick. Okay. Just give me my fucking omelet. I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, we're ending the year in uh, in good taste with our Snappy Bigman Ooh, coffee, but nice. I also wanted to say thank you to our friends at Gateway Powder Coating. Been a big part of uh, this show the last few years, and we love them. So be sure to take anything you need powder coated out to O'Fallon. That's GatewayPowderCoat.com for more information. Anything you need powder coated, take it to them. Your wheel's not looking so great. You have metal furniture. That's what you do. You take it to Gateway Powder Coating, and you can check out the website, gatewaypowdercoat.com, for more information. You guys uh, remember Dorothy Light. Uh, she was the uh, the author of a scathing leather letter in the um, St. Louis Post's patch. she was leather. Uh, <laughs> she went after St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Carlos Martinez for his mm-hmm. blue hair. She did not approve of such behavior. Well, I think we may have found her niece, perhaps. Mm. She lives in Baltimore. Her name is Karen Price. Her name's what? Karen, Karen Price. Mm. Karen. Mm. Her name is Karen. Go figure. Okay. Uh, Karen decided to write a letter to the Baltimore Sun, Chris, about Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Ravens, mm-hmm. gift to his offensive line. He gifted his offensive lineman for such a, an amazing year some Rolexes. Okay. Uh, bought them Rolexes. And Karen didn't care too much for it. At all, in because a, it's an unoriginal idea and been done for years. Yeah, she says in the letter. Peyton Manning would take Peyton Manning and Adrian James would d- split the bill and take their entire offensive line to Hawaii every year that they. Barry both made Sanders it. used to buy his offensive lineman trucks. Do you like? Do you know how much it would cost to take five, and then if you bring backups into the equation, mm. we'll just say eight. Giant men pounds. and their families to Hawaii, not flying coat. That ain't a Southwest flight, boys. No, that's about. That's about. You're that's not a, staying at the Red Roof Inn. That's a fast mm-hmm. trip. This is what she says in the letter, Chris. So disappointing that in an age where professional athletes are making an insane amount of money, he couldn't have donated to charities and done it in the name of his offensive line, then treated his teammates to dinner. It just flaunts the amount of money they make, and I don't know what to do with. Sorry, Lamar. I'm not such a big fan now. Karen Price. You can you cannot love that uh, you see someone spending money on whatever else, but you're gonna open yourself up to uh, criticism whenever it's fairly obvious that uh, we doubt you hold that same level of criticism to uh, all other facets. Yeah, that's what. Is this a real letter? Uh, I, it looks like it's a real letter. I, I think this might be, uh, this might be Russian troll farm. It could be very to much so. to have a race They're Just having Karen as the name. Yeah, Karen as the name is pretty funny. Karen Price, uh, one tweeter points out, forgets that Tom Brady got his O-line Audis. Aaron Rodgers got his O-line $20,000 ATV. Yeah, but they're white. Um, Thank you. Oh. Hmm. Oh, uh, Raven fans, as Chris pointed out, blasted Price for attempting to shame Jackson over the extravagant gift and pointed out that the QB has done his fair share of charitable work over the years. In 2018, he donated $25,000 to the Louisville-based organization Blessings and a backpack and about $4,000 to Mission Hope for Kids. He's also worked with a number of youth organizations such as Baltimore Boys and Girls club uh people also pointed out that uh jackson's salary while he's a very impressive player and looks like he's going to be the nfl mvp is only bringing in uh and i say only in relative terms yeah but, but nine hundred and ten thousand dollars this year <laughs> if 
considering he's MVP candidate, Pro Bowler, and uh, had the team with the best what regular season record this year. He's a quarterback. Like, I mean, we're looking at what? How much does Drew Brees make? Twenty. Yeah, you would think Lamar eventually is going to get his paycheck, but yeah, you know, he will. But his production level is—he's literally playing it. Yeah, he's uh, playing at uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady salary. To, yeah, absolutely. Deduction. Um, yeah, yeah. This uh, some of these stories I kind of miss when I'm not on Twitter anymore. But that, I, like I do Twitter wonder if that's a setup. It possibly could be. I mean, but then everything, everything in life seems like a setup that's so ridiculous and true. Everything too. feels like a yeah. Everything does feel like, like oh, a. you're not. I'll say that to somebody, and I've, you've, we've talked about it here, but like we do it. Are you? Are you is this happening? <laughs> Yeah. Is this how you act? That is that is a thing. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I saw the story, but to Gardner's reaction, I, I felt the same way. Gardner, I was like, "Yeah, this story comes out every year. Every well, whoever running back or quarterback that has a phenomenal year, we often see that story of that athlete purchasing something for the offensive line." And it, it, I, I don't know. I feel like Matt Stafford just, just did it recently. Also, I feel like we see this story people, every year. People do it with that best fans and baseball account, like the Cardinals Twitter account thing. Like, we also give too much credence to a very, very small amount of people. One tweet from one crazy person in God knows where mm-hmm. does not represent how everyone feels about it. But it does. But since it's served up to us, and, and it's like, well, the, it's online. The Baltimore Sun published this one. Mm-hmm. So. But maybe they saw that. Oh, her name's Karen. Oh, this is gonna be fucking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think this is gold. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely you you always have to be leery of whether it's trolling or troll farm. I think that's fair. And I think you're right to a degree that I don't want to continue to get platforms to people like that. But you also have to. I think what it what I don't know. Maybe this is what the Baltimore Sun was attempting to do. But there's an undertone. Like the athletes have spoken to it. uh, Be you know that a lot of the customers uh, in the NFL are rich white people and the product is a lot of black people. And so the athletes themselves have talked about that dynamic before. And you sometimes wonder is that if that undercurrent is there and you kind of, it's weird that someone would pick on Lamar Jackson for this. And, and, and to Gardner's point, (laughs) especially when there are other white quarterbacks who have done things similar so i think it just maybe they were attempting to speak to the undertone that these athletes talk about a lot how much karen really cares about charity yes i wonder like and i don't want to go down this path but like you know colin kaepernick donates money to charity does she like Right. champion that he right. donates money to charity right. or does she like where does she else. fall in that like he's diagram? only donating because he can't get back in the league it just seems like and i'm stereotyping clearly um that maybe she wouldn't have that kind right. of perspective or champion right. that's all it's it's a it's a weird dynamic it's it's it is a weird dynamic and for people look it's i i, I, I i'm still at the point where Yes, I think there's an exorbitant amount of wealth in the world. I think that goes without saying. Um, I, I still don't know if I'm in a position uh, to tell someone how to spend their money. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> now, there are times where I'm just like, well, please don't tell me yeah. you ain't got it when I know you do. That's the people like the Jeff Bezos of the world. You can, you can give your part-time employees. You can afford to give them health care. How are they supposed to do that when they're not paying tax money? Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. See, that's when I can get... 
on my horse about the wealthy. Uh, but generally speaking, I'm just like, hey, man, I do want to spend 75. I was watching this thing on Disney Plus this weekend. Jeff Goldblum, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Got to check it out. Definitely worth the subscription to Disney what Plus. What is it? It's him basically going around and covering the origin stories of these random commonplace items that we take for granted in our lives. So he's talking Holmes. about so he does sneakers, tattoos, ice cream, and he does the Jeff Goldblum thing with it. You know what I'm saying? So but it's like a really it's done with a long National Geographic. So it's done like with detail and seriousness, uh, with Jeff Goldblum's flair and it is <laughs> the money that the first episode is about sneakers and he goes to this thing called Sneaker Con in LA mm-hmm. and there's just a bunch of young black white Asian American kids with wads of cash are probably about as thick as this table going around this convention center buying and selling shoes and mm-hmm. uh, there's one guy as Jeff Goldblum is going to a uh, venue to venue exhibit to exhibit he stops at one guy who has he says, oh, I have $30,000 worth of shoes right here. And they're like mint condition, premium Nikes. And I guess this guy who was walking alongside Jeff Goldblum explaining the conference to him is considered one of the, like the icons in the shoe community. Right. And the guy goes, you know, the guy's making his pitch. He's like, yeah, here are my custom shoes. They're worth 30000 And the guy pulls out his calculator, does the math. Oh, okay, it's about three hundred. Uh, dollars a pair uh okay let's do it he's like can you take a bank transaction mm-hmm. and guy's like nah man i can only do straight cash and the guy who jeff goldblum is with goes all right cool i'm gonna need you guys to stop filming for a few seconds i need to take care of this transaction so these guys it's there's a, so much excess in the world where you got these guys you just never have heard of just walking around these convention centers across the country across the world with Fifty, sixty thousand dollars in cash, buying and trading tennis shoes. So I get that we live in a world of excess. I understand that. However, if the motherfuckers want to spend thirty thousand dollars on tennis shoes, who am I to tell them not to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's my only thing. You, you can judge. That's fine. But I'm not gonna sit up there and be like, man, what the fuck wrong with you? I'm like, first of all, you apparently are doing something right in your life. I will. You're doing something right in your life where you've decided that you can. You have disposable income dedicated to buying $30,000 with sneakers. And some of these people turn it into their own business. So it makes even more sense. But I, I, I just, I, we're, 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 we're a very, act, act, we have a lot of shit in this country. A lot of shit we definitely don't need. So I, I get the argument for excess and over wealthy people. But again, a brother not going, I mean, want to spend your money on a baseball team? You got to mm-hmm. like that motherfucker. Do what you do. Got to work out for it. Hmm. Guys, it's been a fun first hour. We've got best of the year for the show and everything coming up in the next our, hour. Our moments of the year. Moments of the year. So look forward to that. We're going to take a quick break. Quick thanks to our friends at Sophie's for hosting comedy each and every week. Ah, that's right. Happiest hour. That's right. This week, Larry Green going to headline it. He's back. He's been All on right. the road. Very funny. He was the champ champ in the uh, Funny Bone and Helium competitions this year so he'll be there this thursday along with some other very funny folks our friends at jack daniels present this they make it happen each and every week jack daniels specials available at sophie's for happiest hour and schlafly as well so big thanks to them and thanks to you for attending last couple shows have been really fun guys so keep it rolling and uh, we're going to keep presenting great shows for you we're going to take a quick break be right back 
with the moments of the year.